Ready? Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to week six of the NFL season. I am joined by Corey Mello and Nick D'Angelo. We're going to be breaking down this slate. We're going to first go over the Thursday night game briefly, then get into each of our top three spread picks this weekend. And then we'll dive into some top three DFS plays at each position. And then we'll cap it off with something Nick has that we, none of us know about. And he'll explain <laughs> that later. So have to wait till the end. After, it's all right. second you got to stay today. tuned. Okay. So uh, first we'll start off with this Thursday night football game and just kind of a, a brief rundown. Corey, what are your first thoughts on this game? All right, so Tampa Bay versus Philly. Tampa Bay going to Philly, and they opened up at six and a half. It is now two. They opened up at seven. Uh, some sites, six and a half. So, well, regardless of the fact that they are at minus seven right now, um, over-under is 52 and a half points. Uh, this is kind of a game that I'm not really sure where to go with uh, in the, in like in the uh, aspect of the spread. Uh, the Bucks are two and three ATS uh, this year. The Eagles are also two and three ATS. Uh, so there's not really a trend there that I'm liking. Um, both teams last 10, seven and three on the over under. So it's maybe something to look at uh, with the high 52 and a half. Um, I can see maybe kind of getting away from the Eagles and they will have to pass the ball to try to score to keep up with Tom Brady in that high powered offense as we saw last week. Um, a couple more stats for you. Tampa Bay is four of the last five games have gone over. Philly under in the last 10 of 15 games at home. Um, and then actually this is kind of going back towards the ATS. Philly is 4-1 ATS against NFC South teams in the last five games. Um, I know those teams that were for Philly were different than what they have now. Uh, but, you know, you always look at the trends and see – where they're going because trends usually don't lie. Um, so right now, um, if it gets down to six and a half, I will take the Bucks. Uh, seven right now is just kind of a stay away from me at the, at this point. That half right. points really half uh, half breaking you, right? It is. I mean, if you think about it, I mean a touchdown is better than it at seven and becomes a push. So that at six and a half, yeah. I'll take that. But right now, seven, I'm just I might alternate spread it and just move it down. Um, but that's that's, that's never right. recommended, by the way, to take alternate alternate spreads. Maybe you lose the, the juice, the extra juice, because it would be like you'd pay minus one thirty, minus one thirty five, and then you if you do that over time, it's not a winning proposition. Well, yeah, you keep sipping on that Aju juice over there, PB. Uh, okay. I don't think you got to mess around with this one. You just take Bucks money line. Uh, <laughs> What's the money? What's the money line in this game? Like minus. You don't even you don't have to look anywhere else. Just take the easy win. It's minus three hundred. So you want you think you should lay three hundred to one hundred? Yeah. The toughest part about beating Philly is the crowd. So I'm not too worried about it. Tom Brady's a absolute legend in the clutch. So crowd's just going to amp him up even more. They don't stand a chance. All right. Well, that leads into my pick. I feel like always on the other side. Yeah. Uh, I like the Eagles here. I already bet them at plus seven. I'm going to, if if it moves to seven and a half, I'll put even more money. I think that will be a great number. And the public should be all, like public should be all over the bucks in this spot. It's a short week. They're in Philly. Thursday night game, we've seen these go under. 
Um, but this is one game where I do because of how pass heavy the Bucks are, and then um, Hertz has looked pretty good. The pass defense in the Bucks is terrible. I I don't really like betting the under in this spot. I just it's just an avoid for me for the over under. But I do like Philly plus seven, and if you can get seven and a half at any point, don't bet an alternate spread. Just if it moves to seven and a half, hammer it. But I still like plus seven. Um, I think I think a, pro, a good prop in this game is to bet Devonta Smith anytime yeah. touchdown score. The these Bucks this Buck secondary just cannot handle like they they're not guarding receivers at all. Um, I think Ertz, like right now, it's Goddard's questionable, and he is COVID. And I I don't know. Yeah, he is COVID, yeah, and I'm pretty COVID sure list. he's on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. It looks like Ertz Ertz's anytime touchdown score is plus two twenty five, mm-hmm. and tight ends have also been. And I, I'm no fan of Ertz. I think he's washed completely. I think Goddard's a much better player, but if he's going to be the only tight end there, I think that's a pretty solid uh, bet there. I think one of those two definitely scores so he's been he's been real quick before we go on before uh you know i need to address this little uh wash comment for all our viewers out there pb thinks that uh tom brady's washed so let's take a poll real quick (laughs) who's more washed zach Ertz or tom brady it seems like it's a dust bowl this week for you yeah i'll I'll say zach Ertz is more washed than brady but it's close (laughs) wow okay No. Uh, no Yeah, I know. I, I don't care what credibility people think I lose thinking Brady's washed. We'll see. We'll see where how he how he does this year. Um, I'm. I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. And but I, in the last several years, even though I don't care, he won the Super Bowl. Whatever. I think that was on the back of his defense. I I don't think he's good. But let's not dwell on that. Just the one second. Wait, one second. Tom Brady won. Wait, hang on. One one more. A couple more props for the game that I got that looked kind of good early. Uh, Godwin or Brown to score. Uh, they're both at plus one ten. If you like any of those, um, Godwin might. Godwin's kind of. I think. Is he? I think he might be banged up or something. Yeah, I, he he kind of was. So I think though. I just because it's Evans Godwin. Like there's so many people to feed. Pos- I think yeah. it's usually tough to bet. Yeah. To, it's always random. Um, I don't if, know. It depends who Darius Slay picks up. I think uh, it's going to should be Evans. He should be on Evans. Yeah. Right. So Godwin should eat, and you know we might see the return of Gronk here. Oh, I, Gronk! Gronk is quite. He, if he plays, like he's not got broke. Just, I don't think they'll use him this year. He's still he's he's broken ribs. He's they don't want to throw him out there when they don't really need to. Yeah. So showdown showdown slate. He's got they, Brady. Brady is way more expensive than or well, not way more, but he's more expensive. Hertz has the rushing upside. He's gonna be throwing like. Hertz had like two fantasy points going into like the middle of the third quarter, and he's they ended up with like twenty four. Like the dude rushes all, all over the place. I think you play one of the Eagles receivers. You play Jalen Hurts. You fade Tom Brady. You play Leonard Fournette. And you play some, maybe some kickers, but I, I don't know. I, I think you fade Tom Brady. I almost won the showdown slate when they played the Patriots, fading Tom Brady. Mm. Well, I mean, we shall see. Actually, one or two more th- props for the game. Uh, Leonard Fournette over 24 and a half rest, receiving yards. I kind of like that. Uh, Ronald Jones is nowhere to be seen. Gio Bernard has been coming in, um, but Leonard Fournette still owns that backfield. Um, and then actually, this one's kind of crazy. Brady over under rushing yards is at one and a half, and that is plus 102. So we do know he does like to sneak the ball. Um, last week, his rushing prop was a half. 
I think he finished with four. Um, just something to think about. It's you know it's it's kind of a long shot, but at plus one hundred two for him to sneak the ball two yards, I'll take that. So, um, but with that being said, I think we should move on to our three spreads of the week that we are looking at. Um, I will continue talking here, and I will start with the Chargers versus the Ravens. Um, I think this is a game that more people are going to be on, um, especially last night. The, the Colts blew that, whatever. I don't think the Ravens really looked that well until the fourth quarter when the Colts were on fifth, sixth, seventh string uh, secondary players. So I'm going to be taking the Chargers at plus three. Chargers are 8-1 um, against the spread in the last nine. 4-1 um, on the road in the last five. And the Ravens are 2-5 and five against the spread in the last seven versus the Chargers. So give me the Chargers plus three. Um, I think it's a it's a great spot, and the Chargers are looking very dangerous right now. Yep, I also had that same exact one. Uh, Herbert is uh, going to have a new name of Laser Arms on the show, I think. <laughs> that guy just throws absolute cannon shots. It's just, he, he's awesome. I think he's a legend great. in the making. Uh, like you were saying, Ravens' defense isn't really the same anymore. Uh, they lost Judon and free agency. Marcus Peters, their lockdown corner, he's out. It's not the same team. Uh, we saw it last night. Lamar Jackson, or yeah, Lamar Jackson had to uh, actually throw the ball for once. Turns out he can do it. But uh, Chargers all the way, plus three. Give me those points, baby. Yep. Staley's Staley's an incredible coach. Yeah, he really is. It's hard to it's hard to bet against someone that is is coaching at such a high level right now. It's mm-hmm. like definitely lead lead candidate to win coach of the year easily. Um, for me, um, I was actually, you're going to be shocked. I was able to bet this right when it opened and it, it's not, a, you can't get it anymore. It's Rams minus six and a half against the giants. <laughs> um, it's now at 10 and a half. Yeah. So I got it through like two key numbers of seven and, and 10, but we saw what happened to the Giants. They got, I bet, I think I bet it because they'll put the lines out during sometimes the games. And I bet it, I looked at the next week's games. I was like, this is insane. And it's, it's at 10 and a half. I think if it comes below, even if it gets to nine and a half, you bet it. Like the Giants, Daniel Jones got banged up. Saquon's out. Who knows if Slayton Shepard are coming back? Tony threw like punched someone, got ejected. <laughs> like he looks electric, but like there's so many injuries on this team. And the Rams, the Rams have a, had a longer week. They had a Thursday night football game. They've had even longer to prepare for this game. Yep. This could be a beat down. And so even though I got six and a half, I still like it up to nine and a half. Um, so that, yeah. that's that's my first one. Um, Corey, what's your second? Uh, my next one is probably, uh, I don't know. I was looking at the slates this week and I was like, I, it's not a lot of games I'm really liking. Um, but the chiefs at minus seven, I, I don't like the number minus seven as we discussed earlier, uh, just because uh, kickers we saw last week have blown games for teams. Um, I'm not saying the chiefs would do this, but, uh, after last week's embarrassment against the bills and not their offense, not performing, I think. This is a like blow up game for the Chiefs where they just absolutely dominate and they could put up 45, 48 points this game. Washington's defense is not good right now. 
they still they still have the, the key players to be good. I don't know what happened from last year to this year, but they look nothing like they did last year. Uh, so give me minus seven. Uh, I mean the trends in this game are I mean they're terrible on both sides. Chiefs one and five against the spread in the last six. Washington one and four against the spread in the last five. Uh, so I mean I don't know. I just give me the Chiefs. It's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, um, especially. You know, coming off a bad week, bad performance by him, I think he's going to be ready, and he's going to throw the ball all over the field on the Washington football team. That's my, yeah, that's all. Yeah, I, I don't love it because the Chiefs cannot cover spreads. They're notoriously not good at doing that, but this just seems like a spot where they just, they take it yeah. to the next level. I think the Chiefs are overrated. People have figured out Mahomes. <laughs> Is this your next pick? Are you taking the Washington football thing? I'm not, but uh, I'm going to go with a uh, AFC North team here, taking the Bengals minus three and a half. Uh, you know, oh. they've been in some good games. Wait, wait, they're wait. wait you're, playing, you're playing your, your team that you picked on the money line two weeks in a row, the Lions. And I failed both times, so, you know, you have <laughs> to learn. They came so close mistakes. last week with that, that field goal. Like they, I, I thought they had it. I know it was close for sure, but th- now close. now you're going against them. Now they're going to cover, <laughs> and now they're yeah. Now is probably the time that they actually hit um, the first you know week. The funny thing them. is that I I hated the bank or I loved the Bengals last week, and I still like them. I think they can win, but if I had to pick a side, I'd probably pick Lions. <laughs> <laughs> they hung they hung in there with the Packers though, uh, so I, it kind of made me believe that the Bengals were a little bit better than. Maybe I gave them credit for. Like maybe they had some defensive players like you said they didn't have. Yeah, they don't have those, but it was pretty good. So. I mean, that, that game last week, the, the Bengals had no reason being in that game. The, the, yes, they did. No, the Packers missed so many opportunities that I, I don't yeah. want to hear it. The, the Bengals were given that. I said that was last week. I said yeah. biggest avoid, trap spot, and what happens? It was like – both sides lost. It was just exactly a void. You don't yeah. bet the, those well, games. All right. All right, people, what's your next know. game? Uh, mine is I, I got the Chiefs when they opened at six and a half. Okay. Um, so I think that's I, – I absolutely love that number. I completely agree with Corey. They, they're, yeah, they're one and five in their last six against the spread. But, I mean, Wash, this Washington team secondary, I mean – so Jameis Winston with Deontay Harris and Marquez Callaway just threw four touchdowns on him, threw, was throwing all over the field. These guys, like Deontay Harris and Callaway, where there was just nobody around them. And now Tyreek Hill is going, like, <laughs> this game could just be a, a biggest beatdown of the week, potentially. Yeah. Um, so I'm super, super confident in this minus six and a half. Um, I, I that it's like it might it's probably my favorite favorite bet of the week 100 percent. Uh-huh. so yeah I, I love this spot my i feel like that game for some daily fantasy plays i think it'll uh, be we'll get it we'll get into that yeah yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. Plays there. <laughs> uh, um, so Corey, what's your third pick so my next game is one i know pb doesn't like to really do all that much um is interdivision games i'm gonna take green bay minus four and a half versus chicago uh, Green Bay is going to Chicago. Uh, Green Bay is four and one this year against the spread. Bears are three and two against the spread this year. The over under on this is actually pretty low. 
um, which I actually I, I kind of agree with. It's at 45. Um, I don't think the Bears will be able to score nearly enough points to keep up with Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay, last 10 games against Chicago, 7-3 against the spread as well. 9-1 straight up. And the over-under is 6-4 and four in these games. So, um, And then also the total uh, under is 15, uh, 15 out of the last 20 games in Chicago have gone under. So it's kind of a – the trends are kind of going against each other there uh, with the way that the um, Green Bay is playing right now and how Chicago is really not scoring that much. It's kind of – it's meeting in the middle. Uh, but, again, like I said, I don't think the Bears can put up nearly enough points to say – relevant or competitive in this game with the green bay packers so and aaron Rodgers and just loves beating up yeah. the bears so. i mean aaron Rodgers and Devonte certainly some bear killers but uh i'm definitely in the camp of the most ironic outcome is the most likely so i think justin fields breakout game first time lining up against the pack no. he's gonna he's gonna make his mark on chicago by just a legendary win right here no is this your down baby is this your pick they're down that's that your pick? pick is Bears money line? No, I just disagree with Corey. Oh. Bear down, baby. Oh, okay. oh. oh, fair enough. All right. All right what's I'll your next pick? my pick if you want, though. Yeah, I think it's an it. absolute lock. Let's hear it. Oh. No, don't say that. All right. Minus five and a half for the Bills against the beat-up Titans team. Seems so easy. It, the Bills are just dummying everyone. It's like not even close. That What was it, 40 to nothing against the Texans? <laughs> Yeah. I kind of look at the Titans right now on the same level as the Texans, like just garbage. Like they're just yeah. playing, playing to play, like relegate this team, <laughs> send them down to college for a couple of years and uh, be on their way, you know, <laughs> bills yeah. all day. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked at the game. I was, I, I didn't really know what to do with it early. Uh, I mean, I think the bills obviously are the better team and me being a Colts fan, I hope they absolutely just smash the Titans because that's what we need. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I really don't know where to go with that game. I could see the Titans cover backdoor covering that game somehow, but even if Julio comes back, I mean Trey White's gonna lock him down. Let's just get some tables going and start smashing Bills all the way. <laughs> all right, PB, what's your next pick? I, I with this game, like usually this is like that that the that Bills Tennessee game where the line looks so fishy, where you're like. It seems like the Bills should be like minus seven or more. Yeah. And it's not. It's one of those spots where the line's too fishy for me to bet. But I do think I think the Titans are just not that good. And I think the Bills are really good. But I just it's a spot that I, I'm s I would be I'm super tempted to bet, but I just can't because it's whenever something is, is too fishy to me, I just avoid it. Yeah. And that was the Bengals for me last week in Packers and it's that's that game this week for me. Um, so, I, but I will, I won't, I wouldn't bet the Titans side either. I wouldn't, I won't bet either side on this one. Um, but my, my favorite or my last uh, bet is the Steelers minus four uh, going against, um, well, why did I just blank on it? They're playing the Raiders, right? What? No, no the Seahawks. Seahawks. The Seahawks, Geno Smith. Geno um, Smith, Hawks. Yeah. So Geno Smith, Going into into Pittsburgh Sunday night football, I think the Steelers the Steelers looked pretty decent against a pretty solid Broncos defense this past week. Um, I just think the Steelers grind this one out. The, I think Najee Harris just 
eats against the Seahawks. Weak, weak, worst, probably worst run defense in the league. Um, I think this is a great number. I think this probably should go through a touchdown, and it's is at minus four. What? No, a little, a little internet connection there for you. Oh, all right. So here's here's a question. I, think, I said the spread. I think should be closer to a touchdown, but oh, okay, it's, okay, there we go. Yeah, I like the minus yeah, four. Fair. Here's a question for the group. Do we think Geno Smith is capable of an Alex Smith level of a career bounce back here? He's got his opportunity to shine. What do we think? No. Uh, I'm going to say no. No, I'm going with no as well. I, he's I'm going to say he's like, no. no. If, oh, he's been in the league this long. He's notoriously just a backup quarterback. That's what he always will be. He's He's been in Seattle so long just because he just knows the playbook. That's the only reason why they keep him around. Yeah, but, you know, do you remember him on the Jets? He's probably the most winningest Jets quarterback ever, <laughs> Geno Smith. I'm not sure yeah. who is, but uh, he's, he's got to be top three uh, at least. I'm, I have to think with Joe Namath is probably the winningest uh, Jets quarterback of all time, but that's that's just me. Yeah, I'm not he sure. wasn't around in the fantasy age, so <laughs> he kind of gets forgotten about. Yeah, you're right. Drinking Joe. Um, I think, so that was all of our picks, right? Yeah. Um. My favorite, uh, quickly, my favorite teams to tease are oh, some of the picks. The Chiefs, if you get them to like whatever, the minus half, minus one. Yeah. The Rams getting it down to like probably four and a half. Even yeah. though I already have a six and a half, I still even think putting them in a teaser to get from ten yeah. and a half to four and a half is great. And then the Eagles, if they move to seven and a half, being able to get them to like 13 and a half, I mean, that's that would be like my favorite side of the teaser, honestly. I'm very, I would love getting the Eagles to 13 and a half if, if you can get that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm coming on the same side with you with those teasers. I had Chiefs moving down to minus one. Uh, move the Chargers. You can get them up to plus nine if you want to do a six point teaser. Uh, Rams move them down to four and a half. Uh, Green Bay to plus one and a half. And then. Colts move them down to three and a half. So, okay. plus, plus three, three, three. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> All right. So, now, now, now we'll get into DFS. So, we're going to run through our top three plays at quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, and defense. We'll start with Corey's favorite three quarterbacks, and we'll, we'll each have a high tier, mid tier, and low tier at each position. Yeah. So, I'll go in order here uh, from high to low. I mean, we've talked about it before the game, Mahomes. I know he's pricey, but I mean, we we've yeah. we've highlighted the reasons why he is where he's priced. He is Patrick Mahomes. He can throw the ball for seven touchdowns in this game easily, and I wouldn't be surprised. I would say easily, but he could do it. Well, I, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, he's not a play ball. Yeah. <laughs> so give me. I wouldn't be surprised. So give me give me Mahomes at the highest point. Uh, Stafford at mid tier playing against the Giants. Um, I think is another good pick. Uh, he is like 6,700 6, this week. So it's not, it's a little bit higher than the mid tier, but I mean, for quarterbacks and we've, the Giants just gave up a bunch of points to the Cowboys. So give me that. And then for my low pick, come off of last night's uh, disappointing loss. Give me, give me Carson Wentz at 5,400. I mean, he threw for 300 yards. You know, he had two touchdowns. Probably should have had more if the Colts were a little more aggressive, but um, I think he's a good spot against the Texans, who obviously don't know how to play football at the very, this very moment. All right, Nick, let's, let's hear your quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I liked Mahomes too. Yeah. I just we don't need to go back there. 
Um, I, I didn't like Stafford so much, but um, I like Heineke a lot at 5,800. On the opposite side, I think yeah, I mean, Tony Gibson's just going to be running screen routes the whole time. Uh, <laughs> they, they're going to need to move the ball quick, so I like him. And then kind of a weird one, but uh, like I was saying, I think Justin Fields might have his breakout game, so if you got to go cheap, it's yeah. better than playing Jared Goff. Yeah, he does He does have that good rushing upside that does at his price point. got to tap into that, though. He has not been doing it. It's, like, I, wonder if, yeah. I wonder if Chicago's, like, the, their offense is telling him, like, uh, to, like, basically not run. So, like, just to, like, go through a pr- uh, progression. If you saw him in college, like, he tries to be a pocket passer first. I think mm-hmm. that's just who he is. Uh, he's all about the QB fundamentals. Um, he obviously has that ability to expend, extend the plays, but it's not his, I think he's not his number one option. So I he's been like that. He's trash. Yeah. So You'll see. All right. We'll see this week. Right, Peter, I think I'll see him throw another just dud game. All right, like let's... I didn't like him coming in, and he's proven nothing more than that. He's if he can't get going for a rival, then maybe I'll join your side. But giving him one last week. Well, we shall see. All right, people, uh, let's hear it. Uh, mine, uh, very uh, stealing two of yours, Nick, and one of Corey's. Mahomes at the top, and we all agree. You don't need to yeah. go more. He's going to shred this team. Heineke. I like at the mid tier because I'm going to be stacking this game all which ways like McLaurin, Heineke, Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek. Like just I'm going to be stacking this game every single which way. Um, and then Wentz for my cheap option. I think going against Houston, uh, I'm going to probably play Pittman on every Wentz team. Yeah. Make, um, but I, I just think he's in a great spot against Houston. I kind of he kind of got brought back to life against the Ravens here going back home. I think he, he has a good game. Um, now moving to running backs, Corey, what are your top three? Uh, give me for my top pick. Give me either Eckler or Chubb. Um, I like the Ravens game, the Ravens chargers game. Eckler come off a huge game. Uh, he catches the ball in the backfield. He runs the ball. Well, uh, give me him. Chubb is, it's kind of a pick where I'm not really sure. Um, what to do? He had a big game last week. Uh, that's that's not even mid tier. It's like no, no, like no, 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 no. He was my here's my high tier. Here's my high tier. Uh, those, oh, those two. Yeah, I, they're the they're priced at the same. So that's why I oh, gave both. Okay. Uh, mid tier, uh, kind of gross, but give me either Melvin Gordon or Devonta Williams. Uh, both at price around the same. They both get a lot of work, and they both have been doing pretty well. Um, I just didn't know who to go with. Uh, they both Who's have Devonta Williams. Devonte. Oh, the the rookie this, running back uh, there, yeah. The the better running back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'd rather have OJ Simpson <laughs> on my team than Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is impossible. Rash. Uh, and then for my loads here, give me Dame Williams for the Chiefs. Oh, so. you said Daryl Williams? Yeah, Daryl Williams, yeah. Okay, yeah, he's he's a solid player. Right. Uh, Nick? Um, I guess if you had to pick one of the top few guys – if McCaffrey's back, I mean, he's pretty fun. But uh, I actually like guys in the 6,000 range. I like Joe Mixon as well as Daryl Henderson this week. Um, I think the Rams, you kind of saw them run a lot at the beginning of the game last week. I think they're going to stick to that. Also, the possibility if the game just 
gets out of control, they're just going to feed him the rock. Mm-hmm. He'll get yeah. a lot of garbage time points, I think. So uh, game script-wise, he's in a good spot, and it's not like the Giants have any sort of run defense to begin with. Outside of Jabril Peppers, shout-out to uh, Jabril. But, uh, you know, I think he's set up for a good day. Either Joe Mixon or DeAndre Swift in the same game. Um, if I had to pick, probably Joe Mixon. I think it's just a higher-powered offense. Um, I like the cat pass-catching ability, and he's pretty solid. He's actually healthy for one, so might as well play him while you can. All right. All right uh, for me, CMC at the top, if he's a full go, he's a lock and load. He's way too cheap. He should be priced at 10 k when he's healthy. Uh, way too much volume. Um, so then Henderson is probably my favorite mid tier. Like I said, I think they smash the giants. Uh, I think Henderson will be all sorts of involved, um, way better than Michelle. And even when he was banged up, he got a ton of playing time. Um, Tony Michelle, what a disappointment that guy is. Bell cow for the Rams against the giants all day. Um, and then Daryl Williams, I mean, you'll see on this DFS late, there's not a lot of value and him at 4,900. Yeah. I mean, he, he's going to be the lead back in the chiefs offense. I, I'm going to play maybe possibly a hundred percent Daryl Williams in every single one of my lineups, um, <laughs> even with playing him with Mahomes. like, uh, and then, yeah. So those are my three favorite, uh, tiers of running backs. Uh, now we'll get into receivers. Corey, uh, give me scary tear at the top. We've already touched on this game. Um, him or Cooper Cup as well. They're both priced around the same um, price tag. Mid-tier is actually kind of interesting. Thielen, he's very undervalued this week. I mean, he hasn't performed the last two weeks, so they dropped his price tag. He's below 6K. He's a great option. Um, also, that the mid-tier is going to be Pittman. We've touched on Carson Wentz, and Pittman's getting a lot of air yards, and he finally got in the end zone last night. Um, and then for my low-tier, give me Amon St. Brown uh, for the Lions. He's been... Uh, Goff's favorite target last two weeks coming off like six or seven catches uh, the last two games so give me him as well all right so I got a couple guys in the uh you know I, I don't really like any of the top tier guys outside of Tyreek but he's kind of boomer bust this year so I don't really feel like going his route this week I like Jamar Chase as well as Hollywood Brown <laughs> he's kind of emerging as a number one receiver for me um, I think, you know, Houston, we have a problem. He's going deep. <laughs> he is the crazy. Marquis yeah, like, consistent. He yeah. only has to catch like one or two of those, and he gets like five deep looks a game, like plus 50 yards. So yeah. I like that a lot. He, yeah. He's got some Will Fuller flashes to him for me. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase, I think, is on an epic rookie run. Uh, we saw Justin Jefferson do it last year, so – I'm pretty comfortable going with him just on recency bias for uh, rookie receiver standout. So like what he's doing, he can finally figure out the NFL size of the football. So let's play. Like he never forgot. <laughs> yeah. My, my top three receivers cash games. You play Adams every week until he's like 10,000 is volume 40% target share with Rogers. I mean, it's just ridiculous going against this week. Bears secondary. Uh, Tyreek for tournaments, you could play Adams and Tyreek, or you just fade Adams for Tyreek because of his ceiling. But Adams has a higher floor for cash games. Then mid-tier, Brandon Cook going against the Colts. 
he's faced two pretty solid defenses and corners. Now he gets a weaker cold secondary <laughs> and he gets a lot of volume and he's very cheap now um, for the volume he gets. So I like him a lot and bringing him back with the Wentz stacks, Wentz Pittman, bring it back with Cooks. And then finally, I, I'm shocked you said I'm on St. Brown because I'm on him too. Yep. Quentin Heathfist, Tyrell out. Now he's going to be the lead guy. They play from behind every game. He's going to be all over the field. Yep. He's, been, he's got eight targets his last two games. Uh, he's my favorite cheap option. I'm going to run through tight ends really quick. Uh, we're running out of time on this podcast. Um, so Kelsey, every week you yep. play him. He's on the slate. You just have to have some exposure. He's going against Washington. Just play him. Um, mid-tier, Andrews or Fant. Andrews against Chargers. Chargers have an amazing pass defense, very run funnel, except they give it up to the tight end position. I wanted to fade him this week because everyone's going to be on him after this past blow-up game, but I'm going to have to play some Andrews because of the spot he's in. He's still too cheap. Um, and then cheap guy, which is probably what you're going to play in cash games because of the value you need this week, and it's Ricky Seals-Jones or Evan Ingram. <laughs> Ricky Seals-Jones going against Chiefs, playing from behind. He's the only tight end there. He got like nine targets this past week. Evan Ingram, I like more if all the Giants receivers are out. If they're in, give me Ricky Seals-Jones. So that about wraps up this show. Um, Hopefully you guys got some insight onto this uh, slate. And uh, we'll see you next week for week seven. See you guys. See ya.